When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Mavericks All Access with Omaha Athletics, hosted by Anna Bellinghausen. All right, hello everyone and welcome to the inaugural live recording of Mavericks All Access. I'm your host today, Anna Bellinghausen. Our first two guests up here, Nolan Sullivan, Matt Miller. Thank you guys so much for being here. Absolutely, thanks for having us out. Thank you. Nolan, I'll start with you wearing the C this season for the hockey team, the captain. What does that honor mean to you? Yeah, it's definitely a big honor just to be able to wear the C. It's something I uh, dreamed of since I got here freshman year, and so it's fun to have Matt and Randy by my side, uh, along with me, two of my best friends on the team, and it's uh, just a really great group to lead, hard workers. Matt, your junior season, you're wearing the A, assistant captain for this hockey team. How about you? What does that mean? Yeah, just like Sully said, we have a great group of leaders and a great staff here, and so it's an honor to serve as the assistant captain and uh, set the culture with Sully and the other, and Jack. It's a lot of new faces on this team, obviously 12 newcomers. It's a big adjustment for you guys. How do you approach the season, especially in that leadership role? Yeah, I think it started in the summer, just trying to get um, the guys up to speed right away. Um, like you said, it's a lot of new guys just trying to get used to Omaha and uh, coming back into college after being away for a few years. So for us, it was a lot of team bonding over the summer, uh, making sure guys felt comfortable uh, in the team, getting to know the older guys, uh, just being comfortable asking those questions. And uh, just we trained really hard over the summer. So I think getting those guys in and uh, used to the uh, pace of play really helped them just to adapt to the style. How important are those bonds to create success on the ice? Not only obviously off the ice as well, but translating onto that success of just how well you guys know each other. Obviously, like I mentioned, lots of new faces. Yeah, I think it's huge. It's uh, a lot of those little things that some teams might overlook, uh, but there's a reason we get here in July and it's, uh, it's never easy. It's long summers at times, but that's when you build the most bonds. And I think it paid off uh, definitely against Mankato. And I know it's gonna pay off here down the road as well. Yeah, the closeness off the group or off the ice really shows on the ice as well. So yeah, just having a good culture, a good group of guys, that's really important. For sure, and for this fan base that might not know the younger guys on this team, you guys are some veterans. What have you seen out of the new faces? Yeah, I think they're just consistent in their uh, effort at their rank. They're guys that come in early in the morning and they stay late at night too. So it's been incredibly impressive to not really have to push them to show the extra work you have to put in to have success at this level, but they've really taken the program to a new level by just their consistency and the way they come and just show up every day with a, just a hardworking effort. And so it's been impressive, I think, for uh, the leadership core to watch. And I think it's actually pushed some of our older guys to work just as hard. That's what I was going to say with the experience this team has on the veteran side as well, the juniors and seniors on this team. How much more important does it make it to make sure those freshmen are comfortable in their roles? Yeah, I mean, uh, the older guys set a great example for the younger guys as well. And I mean, bring them right in, um, get them acclimated to the, the facilities, the school, and then the honest stuff takes care of itself with their hard work. So yeah, the, everybody's done a great job so far. Let's talk this season. So you guys took down number three, Minnesota State. That was an exhibition. You had a tough first home series against Niagara. Where does this team want to really grow in their areas? 
yeah, I think it goes back to just playing to our identity. I think it's easy to get up for those big games and then almost overlook teams at a time, and you find out pretty quickly that you can't do that. And so whether it's in conference or out of conference, at the end of the day, we got to play Omaha hockey, and I think we got away from that a bit last weekend. Um, you know, we played hard, but if you take five minutes off in a night, you can end up losing 4-3 like we did. So uh, I think it's a good learning lesson for the group. We talked about this, how it could be a really good thing in the long haul. Um, so we're going to look at it as, as a positive here, and we just got back to work on, on Monday and this week. So we're looking forward to seeing that hard work pay off this weekend. I think one of the special things about Omaha hockey is just the culture. This is Omaha hockey. For people that don't know, what is that culture? Yeah, I think it's a lunch pill attitude. It's the, the picking it up on Monday after a, a tough sweep on the weekend and going back to work. It's not not easy to do. A lot of teams say it. You can go back to the rink and lap it. At the end of the day, we come back ready to uh, make improvements, whether we win or lose. After Mankato, it's the same thing. We didn't uh, lighten up just because we had a big win, and we didn't lighten up because we had some tough losses. We were just consistent in the way we approach our day-to-day -day work, and I think that shows in our consistency on the ice. Matt, anything to add on that? Yeah, like you said, consistent. Just the consistent effort, consistent grit. So always having that learning attitude. So yeah, everybody shows up to the rink ready to work every day, which is awesome. You guys have a sign outside the tunnel that says, today matters. What's the story behind that sign and what does that really mean to you guys and your identity? Yeah, I think just the importance of uh, you can't overlook any single day. I think each day you have the chance to get that 1% better. And I think for Omaha as a whole, that's what we're looking for. How do we separate ourselves from uh, some of these other teams? Obviously, it's a great conference. So you're looking for the advantage any way you can get it. And so for us, it leans into our core values and it really sums up all of our core values under that title of today matters and not looking over the daily process. It's easy to think long term, like we want home ice advantage, we want to win a Penrose, we want to win the national tournament or get back to the tournament. But at the end of the day, if you don't focus on those daily habits, you're not going to put yourself in a spot to succeed in those situations. Well said, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a lot of excitement for the season ahead. What are those percentages to get better? What do you think the main focus needs to be for this team? Yeah, it's a great question. I don't think it's necessarily one thing. We talk about kind of playing in a flow state. I think when you have a lot of new guys on the team, it's easy to overthink the systems and uh, even mistakes. If you make a mistake out there like we did at times over the weekend, it's like how long are you going to dwell on that mistake compared to just next shift mentality, next effort. And so I think for us, it's just getting guys to know that off the ice, taking the time to work hard and allow those guys to ask questions too, whether it's with coaches or uh, having us as leaders take five minutes to talk to the freshmen and say, hey, what do you need clarity on? Um, I think the more we can do that, the more success is gonna be on the ice because you don't have to think about it as much. It just kind of comes naturally. You guys have lots of experience combined together. And Matt, you started at UNO during an odd season. You had that 2020, the NCHC pod. Does anyone remember that? When that happened at Baxter Arena, that was pretty crazy. Matt, what have you learned most about yourself through this whole process that uh, you've been a hockey player here at Omaha? Oh, man. I mean, just the con how hard it is to play college hockey and how consistent you have to be. So it really takes a lot of effort, and not only just mentally but physically as well. So just that mental mindset of just staying at it, staying to work. So you gotta got to bring it every single day. So that's... Combining that with school, it's been a lot, but uh, if you're in the right mindset, it definitely pays off for you. I feel like you've been used to being in that younger role, especially. How have you taken on the, the leadership more so this season? Yeah, no, I, I look up to Sully. I don't, <laughs> I don't tell him that much, but yeah, I look up to our other captains, and we have a great leadership group and culture, and it all starts with them and our staff. So yeah, being, being a little bit younger, I can look up the guys on the team, and uh, I appreciate that. So. 
Hey, speaking of being younger, when did your guys' hockey dreams begin? Where was that first moment where you picked up a stick and knew this is what you wanted to do? I was six years old when I started playing hockey, so a little bit later than some, but... Yeah, uh, I think... Later I, than some? Six years old? Yeah. Some kids start, start skiing when they're three. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I started when I was three. I had a dad that played uh, college at Providence, um, and then two older brothers that played in high school and juniors as well. So I was usually goalie when I was younger. I'd just kind of get hit in the face and then go cry to mom or something. But uh, I started pretty early. I think it was around three. That's awesome. And then when you look at yourself between when you started freshman year versus right now, what's the biggest difference between both of those people? Uh, I think just the maturity factor of uh, freshman year, I felt a little inconsistent. And uh, just my full game, 200 foot D zone offensive, it's more well-rounded now. So, Yeah, I would just say it's, it's bigger than you. It's bigger than one person. It's easy to have success and to kind of get a, a big head or think you're the, the top dog. And so it's nice to have times where you get humbled a bit too and you can learn uh, honestly more from those moments than you do from some of the success so it really teaches you just to be consistent and kind of steadfast and uh, the approach kind of like we talked about with the today matters. Coach Gabs is sitting over there a guy that's been instrumental in your he waves over here he's listening so keep that in mind but what has Coach Gabs meant to your guys's career and what you've learned from him he has a lot of hockey experience we'll get into it when we speak to Coach Gabs but what has he meant? He's been an awesome coach. I mean, he carries himself more professional than our team. I mean, he looks up, we look up to him and the way he eats and carries himself. So we have meetings every day about mindset and uh, us players really take a lot from that and look up to him. Yeah, I would add just a, a great hockey mind and uh, the guy that looks in the mirror first before even addressing the group. I think it's easy to kind of point the finger, especially like last week and when something doesn't go our way, it's easy to say, well, our guys didn't execute this or this. And I think for him, it was first take a look in the mirror and see what he wants to improve on. And so I think that's very, um, it makes for an easy leader to follow because it makes you want to do the same thing. So that's something that I've seen over my four years and uh, just makes it kind of an honor and privilege to play under him. Matt, you talked a little bit about mindset. How important is that? And just understanding and having that balance of being a student and being an athlete as well. Speak to that. Yeah, I know at the, at the rink, we talk about the 1%. So every day, just try and get that 1% better, no matter what you're going through, just that consistent effort showing up and that 1%, everybody, it ultimately adds up to our team goals at the end of the year. So yeah, that mindset's huge. How about you, for you, Nolan, for balancing being a student athlete as well as, you know, trying to give your best on the ice every single night. What's, what's that? balance like yeah I think it just comes down to time management um you know it's nice the way honestly with COVID happening it's gave you a little more flexibility with some online options as well mm -hmm. so kind of balancing between in person online and then just having a good schedule I think the more disciplined you can be with your schedule and getting stuff done earlier in the week especially on a week like this where we take off Thursday and get back uh late Saturday night um you know the more you can get done Monday through Wednesday I found to be very beneficial in that balance First road series this weekend. What's the excitement level for you guys to get back out there and play? I think it's really, we're really excited. I think anytime you have a weekend like last week and you're just excited to get to that next game there. And so I uh, know the guys have had a great week of practice. I think we've talked through the mentality of what we want that to look like and mm -hmm. um, really just took it head on for what it was last week and learned from some of those mistakes. And uh, I know we're all just excited to get on the road and, and to have another opportunity to compete. Matt, for you, what are you most excited about for this, uh, this series? Yeah, no, I'm really excited for our young guys' first uh, road weekend. There's a lot of excitement in the room packing up the bus and stuff. So really looking forward to it with the guys.
Love it. It's also a special day at UNO where Black Give Back, where you can um, donate to the athletic program, donate to various clubs as well. What does Wear Black Give Back mean to you guys and people that support Omaha hockey? I mean, look at everybody in this room coming out and supporting. Yeah, no, it's just a testament to our fans and just how well supported we are in Omaha. Uh, just as a community and as a whole, people care um, not only about you as a hockey player, but about you as a person. I think the same goes with the school, whether it's our faculty and um, just different people we have in our lives. We're very lucky, obviously, to have the coaching staff we do, but there's so many people behind the scenes that you don't get to see, whether it's Lindsay or Christy or some of these people that um, advise us to make sure we're on track with school as well. Um, so there's just so many thank yous to go around, and I think this is a great way to represent that and just to see all the support from the fans, too. It's just uh, something very special to be a part of. Yeah, we're very fortunate as student-athletes at Omaha. We have a great community, great fan base around us, and uh, a lot of people give a lot so we can have an awesome experience playing sports here, so it means a lot to us. And seeing Baxter Arena full when those NCHC teams come to play, especially North Dakota, what does that mean seeing the fans out there? <laughs> yeah, no, it was awesome. I think uh, these first three games at home was very very impressive and i think it's the page is turning you know you have those few weird years with covid and people not necessarily on campus or involved so i think getting back to a bit of what looks like new normal uh has been awesome and it just means so much to us to have that support and to see a packed student section and a packed baxter i know it really helps us motivated to be motivated to play better and to have more success on the ice so we can't say enough great things about the support from the students and fans so far last question for you guys we talked about it being a student athlete is not easy ever what keeps you guys coming back to the ice every single day? For me, it's the group of guys and the culture that we have in the room. I mean, I love the guys. Uh, obviously, school is a huge part of it, too. Uh, we have great professors, great classes, and an awesome education system here. But then seeing the guys at the rink every day, hanging out with the staff and players on the team, I mean, that's just what makes hockey so awesome. Yeah, I think it's just taking a step back to look at how lucky you are. You know, it's really easy to take it for granted or to get stuck in that day-to-day -day process when things do get busy, whether it be school or travel and whatnot. So even during those hard times, it's just remembering how special it is that you have this opportunity to be a Division One athlete and what that means, having that platform, whether it's helping out in the community or um, at school, or like I said, just being great teammates and getting to spend those times building memories um, with this group. So, um, you know, with so many new guys, we're excited to get on the road trip and, and just continue building those bonds and, and growing this program in the right direction. Well, guys, thanks so much. We'll bring up Co Coach Gabs in a few minutes. We'll get a little bit of a break. You guys can hang out over there, take some pictures with fans that want to talk to these guys. Matt Miller, Nolan Sullivan, thank you guys so much. Awesome. Thanks, Anna. Thank you. Welcome back to Mavericks All Access again. I'm Anna Bellinghausen. I'll be your host throughout this duration. Now we have Coach Gabs up here. You've been at the helm for six years. Can you believe it? Uh, time, flies. Time, time flies fast, that's for sure. For sure. And... Let's start out with just this partnership between Omaha Athletics and Herdat. What does it mean seeing these fans come out, seeing all the support, not even at Baxter Arena yet, but still just to, just to hear you guys talk and uh, get, get excited for the season? Yeah, it's always, always so pleasantly, you know, so pleasantly surprised with our fan base here, whether it's at Baxter, like you said, or events like this. Really want to thank everybody for coming out. It's, it's great to see that support. I think that's one of the reasons Omaha is a special community. You know, we don't have those pro teams really support our college athletics and it makes it a real special play to, to coach and play here. Like I mentioned, your sixth year at the helm at Omaha, you're the first former Omaha player to become head coach. What does this job mean to you? Yeah, like I said, just Omaha in general has always been a place I've loved. I got to come here as an 18 year old young man, play four years here, and then I spent my summers when I was playing professional hockey, coming back here to train in the summer for 
uh, maybe when I was till I was about 28 years old. So I always loved my time in Omaha. And then when I get a, got a chance to come back here with my family to, to coach at my alma mater was kind of a no-brainer for our, for our family. So just, again, fell in love with the community when I was a player. Um, love it even more now that I'm raising a family here and couldn't be more happy to be in Omaha. Have to give a shout out to the legendary coach, Mike Kemp, over there. What has he meant to your hockey career? Uh, again, he's, I don't know about legendary. We don't want, uh, <laughs> we don't want, uh, some Hall of Fame uh, okay, say so. Okay. Uh, just kidding, coach. Uh, but just right there, right? He's, uh, you know, went from a coach to kind of a mentor and obviously a friend. Um, now that I'm over 40, we can be friends. So, uh, so it's, uh, no, he's been tremendous. He's why I came to Omaha. He recruited me to come to Omaha here and, and was a big reason I enjoyed my time here so much as a student athlete. And we still reminisce a little bit just about some of our road trips as him as a coach and myself as a player and just what those meant to myself as a student athlete. And now we're trying to recreate that for our athletes here. And obviously, I wouldn't be in Omaha without Mike Kemp. So lots of gratitude towards him and his family. And uh, yeah, he's a special man and a special place uh, in the program's history. When you reminisce back on what Omaha hockey used to be back when you played in the 90s till right now at Baxter Arena with thousands of fans, would you believe it back then that it would have grown this much? Yeah, and again, I think it's pretty neat. I think back when the program first started, we had such a you know great atmosphere at the Civic Auditorium, and I think that was always a, a dream of Coach Kemp's and the department to recreate that Civic Auditorium in which we were able to do at Baxter Arena, and not only for hockey, but for, for basketball and volleyball as well. So just to have that little bit more of a you know 8,000-seat arena so we can pack that place and create a good environment for everybody, um, I think it's really coming along, and it's a special place to play games at. Coach, you've been through a lot with Omaha, a rebuild to an NCAA regional appearance. What have you learned about yourself most as a coach through all these experiences? Yeah, I think it's just really important. You know, there's, there's going to be a lot of ups and downs, uh, you know, whether you're coaching or an athlete. And especially with the conference we play in, you know, you're facing top five, top ten teams on a consistent basis. So it's cliche, but you have to stick with that process. You have to have kind of that as our guys said earlier, that today matters mindset and really focus on how are you being productive today? How are you being productive today and putting yourself in the best opportunity for success down the road? 12 newcomers on this team. We spoke to Matt and Nolan earlier. How do you approach the season maybe a little bit differently than those in the past when you've had those veteran leaders? Well, I think it's important every year to reestablish your culture and making sure you're, you're doing the things necessary to make sure the expectations are clear and, and what you want to get out of your program. But I think we're in a real special spot. You got a taste of our leadership group that we have here this year, very special young men. And so now to have 12 new faces, experiencing those guys every day and seeing how they operate and, and their daily habits and routines, I think it's a really positive. And again, some new, new fresh faces here too. Uh, we knew we'd lose a lot of guys with all those guys coming back last year from COVID and, and losing a couple of juniors to NHL contracts. So we knew we'd have a lot of guys coming in here, but I think it's also exciting. Uh, lots to learn, but uh, lots of great energy as well. You still return a lot of experience with the captains we spoke to, Tyler Weiss, Johnny Tyconic, just to name a few. How have you seen them grow in their leadership? Yeah, and I think that's one of the most rewarding, rewarding, rewarding things to see as a coach is when you see your players grow and just from year to year, their maturity, both on the ice um, with their play and, and their mental capacity and things, but off the ice as well with the way they handle themselves and deal with personal responsibility and and just to see them grow. So it's always, to me, that's one of the most rewarding things to see uh, as your athletes grow and develop. We've talked a lot about team culture with the guys, and I know you talk about it with your team so much and try to hammer it home. What is that culture to you, and how has that stayed the same since you played and since 
Coach Kemp really instilled that. Yeah, and again, just to, to speak about Coach Kemp, he did such a good job just establishing what he wants, not only on the ice, but off the ice. And I think that's really important. As I know Adrian here now believes in that, right? We want to represent the community. We want to be a representation of Omaha, of Nebraska. Uh, what do the people of Nebraska value? What do they represent? And we want to display that in our program. So, you know, that's hard work, that's commitment, that's compete. Uh, but that's also being responsible and good people off, off the ice in our situation. So uh, starting with Coach Kemp, uh, continue with Adrian and, and myself, obviously, with our hockey program. We take that stuff very seriously, and uh, I think our guys do a very good job of role modeling how we want to be perceived as student-athletes. This Omaha team has gone to a Frozen Four before, gone to the NCAA tournament. What do you think is the ceiling for this, this team and this program? Where do you want to see it go? Yeah, I think there is no ceiling. I think we have everything we need right here to do it. And it's an exciting time in our athletic department. And just to, just to share with the fans, just, you know, all the people we have in place now in our department is pretty exciting. And uh, as uh, Mike West says, Rome wasn't built in a day. So we need some time to really get those things, foundational pieces in place. But I think you even saw it from opening weekend here, just the effort that everybody's putting in to make that fan engagement, uh, make that a game day experience really special, not only for athletes, but the fans. Um, it's really fun direction where everything's heading, and I'm excited to, uh, to see where it goes. And the start of the season, a tough, obviously, home series to start off, but lots to build off of. Where do you want to see your team grow from here, the first road series to coming back home, and then obviously NCH NCHC play as well? Yeah, I think what you mentioned there is just really important is to grow. What's your rate of learning? You know, how do you look this week compared to last week? How do you look today compared to yesterday? And I think really for our young group, that's our focus is that daily growth, that daily improvement and, and not looking too far down the road and not looking too far back in the past, whether it was successful or adversity, um, just looking at his opportunities to grow. So I'm, I'm excited. I think we'll really, uh, we're going to surprise some people this season. I'm, I'm optimistic about that. I think we, you know, it'll take some time, but we're working and, uh, uh, we're looking forward to getting after it here this weekend. In conference play, when you have so many new faces, how do you get guys prepared to play the North Dakotas, Minnesota Duluth, the teams that are always at the top, in the top five, top ten every single year? How do you get them ready for that? You practice hard. You practice hard. And, and I, don't, I don't mind facing a little adversity early on, to be honest. I think, uh, you know, you grow the quickest through adversity and you learn the most about character and resilience through adversity here so you got to recreate those situations and practice and and make it difficult and making sure they're being challenged uh, their comfort zone on a consistent basis in order to prepare for those elite opponents and then work on their mindset right it's not easy when you're facing top teams our guys are smart guys they know that level of ranked opponent coming into the building so it's our job as uh, coaches to help build their mental resiliency and and have an elite mindset to be able to uh, face those top opponents You've coached at so many different levels for a long time, but what's been the one consistent thing throughout every single team you've coached that you've remained strong with every single year? You haven't taught until they've learned. I think it's, uh, I remember when I first got into coaching, I was a young coach and I remember calling my dad and saying, man, these guys are no good. Some of these players are no good. And he's like, well, then you're not a very good coach. And uh, <laughs> you know, uh, straight up honesty, but, uh, but I, I took it seriously. It was, I was right, right? It's easy to blame, complain, or make excuses on, on why you're not having success. And, and like Solly said before, you got to look in the mirror and making sure you're growing and you're doing everything you can to help these athletes go. And I think, I think great teachers understand that and you haven't taught until they've learned. And everybody learns differently, especially nowadays. So it's up to you to find you know, 22 different ways if that's what it takes. Or maybe they don't get it on the fifth time, but they get it on the 15th time. And are you going to stay consistent enough with them and give them enough chance to, to get to that success? And I think that's what makes a great coach.
We've talked about it a little bit before, but just what the fan base means to the hockey team and every single athletic team that plays in Baxter Arena. How important is that fan base for you and how, how much it's been growing in Omaha? You've seen, you see the O and the Maverick a lot more out in town right now. Yeah, I think it's great. I think, again, we, we have 60,000 alumni in the city, and I think people are just itching for a, a reason to raise their hand and said, I went to Omaha, and that's where I went to school, and, and to be proud of it. And I came from Canada and didn't really know any better, so I've always been proud of my school, and I think you can just feel our university building in the community and, and just the passion of our fan base and stuff. So, again, it's a special place, and we're going to get this thing rocking, and uh, it's going to be fun to see O's and Bulls all over the city. We're a black give back today. We mentioned a little bit before, but it's a giving day for UNO, getting funds for the athletic department, also clubs across UNO. What can the teams do with these funds? How can it grow your program? Yeah, again, with us being an NCHC, our peers take hockey very seriously. So, man, with some of these donations coming in, we've just able to keep up with our peers and support our student athletes, whether it's nutrition, travel, um, you know, everything that we can do to help them compete at the highest level. Uh, it's been tremendous. So again, we can't thank you guys enough for all your continues to support and allow our student athletes to have access to all those special things. For all the fans here, what can everyone look forward to for the season from what you guys can produce? I know you said you're going to surprise some people. Yeah. Yeah, I think just for me, work ethic's a, a non-negotiable and compete level. I think our teams are going to come out and really compete hard and just continue to learn, continue to learn and grow and look for improvement every single week. And that's what we want to be uh, all season long. Well, thanks so much, Coach. You guys can catch the Mavericks back at home, Alaska Fairbanks, October 21st, 23rd. Make sure to show it at Back Serena like you guys are showing out right now in Hill Varsity Club. Coach Gabnett, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back with women's basketball, men's basketball soon. Awesome. Thanks, Anna. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Coach. Good work. Yeah, I appreciate it.